Do you see that? Do you hear it? Do you smell it? Well, probably not, because you're probably consuming this media in a dimly lit room uh, through a tiny screen on an electronic device. But trust me, it's beautiful. James Corbett here, CorbettReport.com. Yes, it is a sign of a profoundly sick society when going outside and reconnecting with nature is seen as some sort of radical or strange thing to do. And yet here we are. And yes, depending on what particular sector or quadrant of the global biosecurity grid you may happen to be inhabiting at this particular moment in the COVID-1984 nightmare dystopian insanity we're inhabiting, you may or may not be allowed to go outside to enjoy nature. Or you may be subjected to various restrictions on what times you may do so, or with how many people, or uh, in what state of maskedness you must be in order to do so. How utterly deranged is it that we are being told to stay inside our homes, masked up and six feet apart from other human beings at all times, in order to preserve our health? At least until such time as we receive not one, but two, it must be two doses of the experimental gene therapy, which, of course, to reiterate, has not been approved. It is emergency use authorization in all of the countries in which it is being used because clinical trials are still ongoing. But take it for your health. And until you do so, do not go outside. Do not breathe fresh air. Do not bathe in natural sunlight. Yes, profoundly sick. Inherently wrong. I could document this, I suppose. I could go through and talk about the ill health effects of staying indoors, of keeping yourself masked up, of keeping yourself out of natural sunlight. I could talk about the good health effects of fresh air, of natural sunlight in stimulating vitamin D production, a vitamin in which most human beings are profoundly deficient. But do I need to? Do I really need to make the case for the good health effects, not just physical, but of course also mental, of going outside? of being connected to nature? I would hope not, but perhaps we have arrived at that point, and if so, it is a nadir of civilization, to be sure. Yes, it is now an act of defiance in many locales to actually go and stand in the park. Think about that. And think about what that implies about the society in which we're living, and what our would-be health overlords are trying to tell us. It's insanity, but we all know this, don't we? In case you would like to make a political act of defiance out of going outdoors, I will put a link into something called a stand in the park, or more specifically a comment that was left in the April open thread on CorbettReport.com by Corbett Report member Sisyphean Stunt, who did point out there is a global worldwide movement of people who are bra bravely and proudly defying lockdown and restrictions and other orders, if need be, in order to go and stand in the park and exercise their basic human right of being outdoors in public places with other people. But as I say, it of course does not have to be an act of political defiance or should not be simply overtly an act of defiance to go outside. We need this as human beings 
to connect with nature, to become literally grounded in reality. And the fact that that is being denied to us in the name of health is outrageous. So, today's point is not particularly difficult to grasp, but is profoundly important. And I hope no one trivializes this exhortation of mine to go outside in defiance of lockdown restrictions or what have you, if need be, to reconnect with the natural world and the natural environment. This is reality. The heavily mediated electronic online world, which we are being told is the world of COVID-1984 new normal, is not reality. And we need to be reminded of that. And the fact that they are telling you that this is bad for your health tells you everything you need to know about these would-be medical tyrants. This is James Corbett, CorbettReport.com.